0: You're listening to The BizCast on the C-Suite Network. Welcome to The BizCast. You work hard in your business and you want to know what it takes to get to the next level. The BizCast is where we interview best-selling business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Whether you're the leader of a Fortune 100 company or your company is just taking off, What you're about to hear will help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Welcome to the show. I'm so pleased to welcome Matt Pace to the show. Matt is the Vice President of Succession Management and C-Suite Services at Developmental Dimensions International, an executive leadership consulting firm. And for more than 25 years, Matt has been working closely with executives, CEOs, and senior teams to help leaders maximize their potential and achieve new levels of success and personal satisfaction. He's with us today to talk about his book, Leaders Ready Now. Matt, welcome to the show. In your book, you say that many organizations today don't have leaders that are ready to step up into key roles. How so?
1: Yeah, thanks, Kevin. It's great to be here. Uh, it is true that organizations are seeing very serious uh, signals of a lack of readiness among their leaders as their their businesses, their technology, their marketplaces change and change quickly. They look to the bench and again and again are finding that they don't have sufficient leadership to, to fill their gaps. And so organizations create a lot of programs and processes and tools, and they purchase technology in order to create more leadership readiness. Except I would ask anyone who's listening to this program to think about the time in your career when you were learning the most rapidly, a time of accelerated growth. And if you think about that time, ask yourself, what did it feel like? what did it feel like when you were learning really quickly? And most people answer that question with some version of excitement or fear or both. And sometimes the adjectives are more dramatic than that. But what we've done, I think, in in talent management and in human resources in a lot of cases is try to use process and rigor and uh, even technology sometimes to, to do what uh to to create that energy when in fact it it ends up taking away energy it becomes administrative it becomes uh more tedious at times and difficult to sustain but if we find that organizations chase that energy the excitement and thrill of rapid learning very different things happen with their programs
0: how does energy help leaders today
1: yeah that's i mean isn't that a a big question i i think one thing that we find is that when we're talking about trying to get individuals, leaders, to grow more quickly and be ready to do something that the natural course of time might not do quickly enough, it's difficult to ask leaders to cram more into their lives than they already have uh, occupying their time. They, Leaders are busy. They have an enormous load of, of uh, challenges and difficulties and opportunities that they're that they're trying to tackle in a world that, as we know, has become so much more complicated and chaotic. So if we simply try to say, hey, learn faster or do more or take on something new that you haven't been taking on already, it's a really difficult value proposition. But if instead we can find a way to create activities that generate new energy. That is a different form of currency that can help organizations grow leaders with a fresh sort of, of perspective and and support for what they're about to do. Um, I won't I won't uh, pretend that there isn't energy required to grow leaders. Of course it takes a lot of energy, but I will say that the organizations that get the best results are the ones that focus on activities that create just a little bit more energy than they take away in the administration of them, if you know what I mean.
0: It seems to me that there has been a deep erosion of confidence in leadership lately. Would you agree with that? And if so, what has caused this?
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. There has been an erosion in confidence, and I think you would probably have to point to uh, global change, the the, the many daily uh, I suppose, failures and shortcomings that we see in the popular media, in our own organizations. I think we can all uh, point either to ourselves or to someone we know who right now has a boss or a leader who isn't doing such a good job. And uh, that would make it sound like I'm being critical of leaders. But I think more to the issue is that the world is a ever more rapidly changing place. And that makes the job of leaders Incredibly complicated. And the way it's complicated today is different from the way it's complicated tomorrow. And, and sad as it may be, it has eroded confidence in leadership. I think people understand that the job of a leader just continues to change and evolve. And it takes a very special type of person to get prepared for that and to stay prepared for it, which is, which is why we have begun to think about not simply getting leaders ready and preparing them as though it's an end state so when we think about leadership readiness we don't think about readiness as an end state where where you train a leader or you take a leader through a series of of programs or experiences and then when they come out the other side they're quote unquote ready instead readiness is recognizing that you probably always are going to be surprised by something new. You're never 100% ready. So the only possible response is to always be preparing. So, uh, you know, you asked, um, you asked, why is it that confidence has eroded and what can we do about it? Well, it's eroded because the job of leadership is more complex than it's ever been. And what we can do is to not expect that anyone will ever land in the place of being ready but we can always be preparing and we actually find that organizations that do that see stronger bench strength and they see better performance among their leaders
0: what do you mean when you say it's important to get leaders in the game sooner
1: yeah great question so a lot of organizations as they look at their leadership gaps they'll they'll look across the the pipeline and see that in certain areas they they can anticipate or are already experiencing shortages in places where they need general managers or product line leaders or uh, group vice presidents, whatever the case may be. And these are true at, at all levels of leadership. And so what we find is that it's not a viable answer to simply buy more talent from the outside. That's always part of a solution, but in most cases, the leadership gaps are too large in order for external hiring to be the sole solution. Uh, so what you have to do is grow leaders from within. And that means you sort of have to lift your organization up by its bootstraps. Well, how do you do that? I mean, the way to think about it is is to imagine that you're coaching a, a young kid's athletics team, you know, or, or, or uh, a dance team or something like that. And you're trying to compensate for what might be some kids who got injured, some players who got injured or or someone who uh is unable to make it to a key competition and so, what do you do in order to compensate or to react to that? You look to your bench and you get people in the game. you get players or performers into the competition sooner than 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 they might than you might like because perhaps they haven't had enough time to prepare or practice or rehearse. And that's the business situation that many organizations find themselves in these days. They simply have to look deeper in their organizations and find ways to expose lower level, less expensive or less experienced leaders to more, more advanced or more uh, complex business challenges, challenges that they haven't yet been exposed to. And that's, that's a real that's a real challenge for a lot of a lot of organizations
0: our guest today is matt pace and we're talking about his book leaders ready now you can get your copy at the c-suite book club at c suitebookclubcom it's time for a quick break but stay with us because when we return we'll talk some more over 3.2 million new book titles are published every year what are you doing to help your book rise to the top Submit your book to become part of the C-Suite Book Club, the premier source of leading business books for C-Suite leaders, executives, and celebrities. Visit c-suitebookclub.com slash author to submit your book today. That's c-suitebookclub.com slash author. You're listening to The BizCast with Kevin Crane on C-Suite Radio. Welcome back. I'm with Matt Pace, and we're talking about his book, Leaders Ready Now. And Matt, in your book, you describe six acceleration imperatives. What are acceleration imperatives and why are they important?
1: Acceleration imperatives are, you can think of them like like levers or buttons that you can press to increase the available energy that your organization has to grow leaders faster. And yes, there are six of them, and they're each by you know one word one word uh titles the first is commit and what this does is creates energy by changing the way senior management plays the game of growing leaders it uh, simplifies their dashboard and if you will gamifies leadership growth in a way that makes them compete to grow leaders in the same way they compete to grow profits the second is aim and this creates energy by simplifying the targets that you have in your organization, the, the targets for what you need in terms of leadership capability. It takes what is often a very complicated lexicon and reduces it to a few small variables that can keep your senior team and, and your leaders focused on the few most critical things that your business needs. The third area is, the third uh, imperative is, is identify identify creates energy in your organization by teaching management how to very simply and quickly find talent that's hidden to them. People who have capabilities and skills that that perhaps were previously unrecognized or more difficult to notice. And it finds those people and gets them into the game sooner by, by first of all, recognizing them and then starting a dialogue with them about uh, how they might grow more quickly. The fourth area is assess and assess creates energy by generating better insight into what it takes to grow each person in your organization. So it's about data. It's about intelligence about your people that that targets your efforts so that you make the right development happen and that is the the next button or lever which is grow. The, imper- the grow imperative is about making exactly the right development happen for each leader at exactly the right time. And then the sixth imperative is sustain. And sustain is about actually generating the energy that keeps things going. So this is about assaulting your organization's mindset and thinking not about, uh, about readiness being an end state, for example, but about readiness being constant preparation.
0: Matt, it's been great speaking with you today. We're almost out of time, but before I let you go, one last question. What was the best piece of advice that you ever received, and how has it shaped who you are?
1: That's a wonderful question. Um, I think the best piece of advice I got is one that I have asked many people the same question, and it's probably the one that that I believe is most frequently given to me when I ask the question and it's, it's when a leader looks at me, and I can think of the, the time when this happened, when a leader looked at me and said, you're most effective when you're being yourself. And if we translate that to how to grow leaders, the question is, who are we looking at right now and saying, you're the best when you're being yourself? Because that causes us to know the people we're looking at. It causes us to have an understanding of who they are and what it might take to grow them. And what I would say is that, that that's what's impacted me in my career. I It's a journey that I'll always be on. Uh, I'll never quite get to um, being everything I, I hope and imagine, but I know that it's rewarding to be trying, and I'm reinforced to have had the good fortune of of more than one leader who's encouraged me to do that. And I think the acceleration imperatives – if you really boil them down, are about how to develop organizations that learn the skills and the the processes that it takes to find that in all of our leaders. So thanks for asking that question. It's a wonderful one.
0: That's Matt Pace. His book is Leaders Ready Now. Get your copy at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Matt, thanks a lot for being my guest today.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Really appreciate it. That'll do it for this episode
0: of the BizCast. Join me next time when we continue to talk to business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Don't forget to visit the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Great books by great business authors. Only the best at the C-Suite Book Club. And if you like what we do here at the BizCast, don't be shy. Give us a shout-out on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Meanwhile, until next time, I'm your host, Kevin Crane, for the C-Suite Network. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by the C-Suite Network. C-Suite Network.com